When we had that. When we had that, and we didn't have to make those chemicals because they gave us that chemical. It was easier. And I recognize that. And, I, and it sounds funny, but from watching huh. uh, 600 Pound Life, mm-hmm. I recognize what they go through versus what I go through. And I did go through that. I, of course, I didn't let it get to that point. But I think about it and I'm like, yeah, I could have been there had I just kept on going and spiraling mm-hmm. and spiraling and spiraling. Because my thing. It's wild how just like, I guess for me, that's just so wild how like, so much is I just feel like so much stuff is like out of our control to a point. I mean, obviously, whether or not you make the decision to do that drug or get or relapse into whatever whatever your addiction is, right? Like ultimately, yes, I mean it's your decision. But it's like there's so much other factors that like you really don't have a real conscious decision on. Because right. like how your brain processes it, we don't really have like. The chemical, the way our body chemically processes stuff. I mean, we can try to change our thought process, but if our chemical balance is off, we're, we don't have no control over that. There's no way you can go in your brain and say, no, don't produce that chemical right now right. because I know that that's going to make me. You can't do that. So that's just like, uh, that's, I, I guess for me, that's just like, I feel so like, I feel bad because it's, they don't, re- I mean, to a point, right. it's like you're having to force yourself to go against mm-hmm. what your body is telling you is good for it. And no matter how much you want to change that, it's like it's you hard. can't. That's an involuntary chemical mm-hmm. thing going on in your body that you don't have any way to tap into to change. But now you just have to will your way through that over and over well, and Well, and that's why again. they say people, places, things. Because you don't go to the places that, like, you don't go to Krispy Kreme. No. Nope. Right. You know, things. You don't surround yourself with junk food all the time. You know, people. You don't go out with friends that you know they're going to want to go have, you know, sweets. Hey, right. let's go to the dessert bar. Let's go here. Let's go there. It's literally staying away from those people, places, and things. Sometimes that's hard, especially with chemicals. If you were in a low, say you're, you know, in a low income or you're, you know, you're wealthy and everybody you hang out with parties. Right. You know, so then it's like, okay, well, how do I stay away from that mm. and still be sociable? Right. And that's where it's like a person that's, you know, drank for 20 years can be clean for 30 years. If you go sit in a bar, the likelihood you're going to stay clean is very low. Very low. So we put ourselves in situations without re- sometimes without recognizing it. But it's an old pattern of behavior because something has triggered that, that memory, wow. that thought, that feeling. And most of the time it's the feeling. It triggers that feeling, and then all of a sudden, our old brain patterns come back because we aren't doing, we aren't distracting ourselves anymore. Mm-hmm. We get comfortable, <clears throat> we get complacent, and so what happens is, is you're you're literally like, okay, you know what? If I go near Krispy Kreme, I know what's going to happen, mm-hmm. so I know I have to stay away from that. You know, we reward ourselves with food. Mm-hmm. Why? We're not dogs. Mm-hmm. We're not animals. Why are we? Re- you know, we're giving ourselves a treat of food right, when right. we lose weight. Well, the whole freaking point of well, I guess I'm saying like I empathize in a sense of I personally don't have to be aware of keeping myself from this or keeping myself mm-hmm. from that or keeping myself from this. Right. It's just I just go. I just do. If I pass by Krispy Kreme, I just pass by it. Before, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so I empathize or I 
I won't even say I empathize, but I have a better awareness of how hard that struggle is because it's like now you are you're literally having to filter every little piece of your life to try to keep yourself from getting back into this addiction. And that's tough because it's like you can't just wake up and say, I'm just going to enjoy the day. You literally have to wake up every day and say, "Okay, I got to have these limitations. I got to have these expectations. Mm -hmm. I got to have these boundaries. Like, you know what I mean? It's not just a, I guess to an extent, it's not just a wake up and just go type of thing. Like, right. you have to be always consciously aware of, like, what's going on in your surroundings. Mm -hmm. What could potentially lead me into this, in the surroundings. Like, you got to have all these cues and triggers of, like, okay, nope, now I can't do this because I can see that it's going to lead down this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that, and that's And it just becomes exhausting. So yeah. you just give up and then, you know, I order breakfast. <laughs> or, you <laughs> know, yeah, that's how it happens. I get it. Like, like, yeah. yeah. But it puts it in a better perspective. I get what, um, like... I just remember before I even went into doing therapy, before I even thought of being a therapist, I used to... I could tell when I was depressed because I would have empty tubs of frosting in my trash can. I would just sit there and eat frosting out of, like, the, like out of the container. Like cake frosting? Yes. Straight yep. from the container? Yep. Ah, I used to do that. And I would just if eat that it. that ain't diabetes in a cup. <laughs> but I would do that when I was depressed. It was fulfilling a need. Really? It was filling a need. I don't, you know, and then finally I broke out of that and I noticed, I don't know, I think it was three years ago, I had a day, I went to the grocery store after work and I grabbed a tub of the frosting and I had no, I don't remember buying it. I know I, I had to go grocery shopping, so I know I had bought, you know, food for the next week and I had to do my meal prep, whatever. And I bought a tub of frosting and I went home and I took it out of the, out of the bag and I'm like, what the, I threw it away. What the hell is this? I literally like opened it up, took all, dumped it in the trash because I knew if it was in my house, I would eat it. Which told mm -hmm. me that I was in a bad space. Yeah. Somehow, some way, something triggered my brain to go get that because I'm not in a good space. So it took me, I had to like, holy shit, I just bought this tub. And because that was my thing to do, I would just sit there and eat frosting. Uh, wow. So, I, I mean. It's like involuntarily, just like your brain's just like, get it. Yeah. And I hadn't even, it wasn't even a thought. I didn't even, I don't ever go down those but aisles when it's anymore. it's over, you're like. You know, or, or at least for me, when it's over, when you ate what you ate, then you're like, oh, man, I shouldn't have done that. Right. Man. Well, and that's why I threw it away. I literally opened it up and just threw it in the trash can so that I knew I wouldn't touch it again because it was in the trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, I'm not going right. to eat that now. But, I mean, but if I hadn't, I would have eaten that whole tub, and I know I would have. Because, which would have probably led to another one. Right. Another one. Which would have perpetuated that, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. That's so bad. Now, I like, I suck. I and then you up. feel like your whole day's ruined, so then you go and order something else for lunch. Oh, I might as well eat this for lunch. Oh, I might as well eat this for dinner. And, oh, I'm not going to work out. I don't care. Because it's that all or nothing thinking. Not losing thinking. weight anyway. That's how you it's think. The fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. It's the all or nothing thinking. If I can't, if I, if I mess up once, then fuck it. Like, I tell people all the time, oh, my God. Okay, so... Marijuana is legal pretty much almost everywhere now. So I have a client that was like, oh, my God, I relapsed. I, I relapsed. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I smoked marijuana. And I was like, okay, wait, your drug of choice is meth. And you chose to smoke, smoke marijuana. I'm proud of you. And she thought I was ridiculous. She's like, what? And yeah. Was, what? And I was like, but wait a minute. You didn't go to your drug of choice. You didn't go to the drug that you knew would make you feel the way you apparently needed to feel. Right. You did So you did break that. a cycle. You did break the cycle. Now we have to figure out what got you to smoke. Right. 
Like what happened the 72 hours before that got you in that cycle to want to use a mind altering substance to get there. Right. And I'm telling you what, like we figured it out within like 30 minutes of that conversation. Yeah. She figured out exactly what it was. I think I figured out mine in this episode. Yeah. Like seriously. <laughs> Girl, we didn't have a, we didn't have a uh, come to Jesus moment. <laughs> oh, but that's another one that I feel like those uh, socially accepted addictions, marijuana. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's another one that gets wiped under the rug. Like, it's like a Band-Aid on a, on a, on a, on a, on a gunshot wound a, for a lot of people. The reason why is because there's a dispute between, you know, if you're a smoker or you're not a smoker, whatever the case may be. There's a dispute on whether that drug is actually addicting or not. Some people say it's addicting. Some people say it's not. So I will tell you from working with a bunch of people who had their medical marijuana cards. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had a guy do an experiment with me. I'm like, look, I'm going to see you twice this week. I want you to come in both times, not smoking marijuana. I want to see, because I know what you're like when you smoke. I want to see what you're like when you're not smoking. Mm-hmm. He didn't sleep the night before. Um, his PTSD was high. He came in and he was shaking. He was nervous. He was irritable. He was cranky. He didn't want, he didn't really want to talk. And he's like, I'm going to go smoke exactly directly after this. And so when I, when he came back the next week, he had smoked before he came Mm -hmm. and he said to me, holy shit, I didn't realize that I was addicted. And it, because it becomes a ritual, it is a ritual. I have to smoke to not feel anxious. I have to smoke to go to sleep. I have to smoke to do this. It becomes a crutch. Mm -hmm. That's where the addiction lies. In my eyes, Mm -hmm. because the chemical, there is chemical to it. There's chemical to everything. Mm -hmm. If I stop drinking coffee, I'm going to get headaches. That's a withdrawal. Marijuana, you can't sleep and you get irritable. Mm -hmm. That's a physical, physical withdrawals. I got super anxiety when I stopped. uh, I got really bad anxiety whenever I stopped smoking weed. Mm -hmm. It was so bad to where like, it would be so bad. Sometimes my anxiety was so bad. I couldn't talk. Like, Like people would ask me a simple question, like, what's your name? And I would like be like anxious that I was going to say the wrong name. And it's like, bitch, it's your name. You're 20 something years old. You've been saying the same <laughs> right, name for 20 years. Right. But now all of a sudden, like you just, yeah, I don't know. So but, there, is, there is like, because there's physical, that's the thing. It changed your chemical makeup. So that is physical. Rather people say it's an, you know, it's addicting or not. There's physical withdrawals from it. And I love it when people tell me there isn't really because you're irritable right now. Mm. You've had your, what's, your, what's, your, what's, your, what's your excuse? Oh, I just need to go get high. Yeah. And it's just like, okay. So, and then I have, I have friends that would like, they will, I get it. My dad had it when, before he passed away from medical, he had his medical marijuana card yeah. and he was smoking because it helped him with his nausea from chemo. So to me, I'm like, look, if you think about it, that worked. Mm-hmm. I have clients that it does bring down their anxiety, but it's not smoking to get high. That's the difference. It's like if you're smoking to get high, then you're smoking to change your chemical makeup. Mm-hmm. If you're smoking to lower anxiety or to not have nightmares or to be able to sleep because your nightmares are so bad. Yes, it's good in the, that way, but it's just like any sleeping pill. Your body gets used to it. And then mm-hmm. that, becomes, that becomes an addiction because your body gets used to that chemical. Like I, It's weird to say this, but I had to stop taking melatonin. I was taking melatonin every single night, and it got to the point where I was taking two, two melatonin gummies a night and then three melatonin gummies a night. And I'm like, why? I'm not sleeping even less. Yeah. 
And it was, I was overdosing on melatonin without even realizing it. Because to me, I'm like, well, if one's not working. If one's not doing it, it worked before. Just, right. too. You know, I just thought it was that your tolerance it does. built to- up against absolutely. it. Absolutely. Absolutely it does. But you can also, you know, everybody says you can't overdose on marijuana. Well, you're right. I don't know anybody that's ever overdosed on marijuana. I it never just, happened. It's right. never happened. <laughs> right. And, and my thing is, is that that's great. That's awesome. You know, some people are like, well, I can smoke myself sober. Well, then what? That defeats, does not defeat the purpose of smoking if you want to get high. Do you know what I mean? So I'm just yeah, like, like, I get all kinds of confused with I'm it. I'm about to take a week off then because it's like, I need to get that high. <laughs> so it's just like, it depends if you're, you're using it for something or if you're using it to get that high feeling to escape your life and your problems right. versus I need this for pain or I need this to sleep or I need this because I have nightmares and... Because it would just be like taking medication for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you're taking medication for anxiety and you're still anxious, but if you you take a hit off of CBD and all of a sudden your anxiety is really low, to me you're using it in a medical way mm-hmm. versus taking an anti-anxiety that is not working for you. Oh, yeah. There's a big difference, too, because people – I can tell the people that – smoke weed to get high because they wake up and that's the first thing they do. They come home from work or sometimes while they're working on their break, they'll do it and then they'll do it when they get home. They'll do it before bed. It's a constant, you know, it's a constant, constant, constant. And I don't want to say it in a negative context because sometimes it really has benefited people. It really has. When you're sick and you can't eat, and it gets it so that you don't have nausea and you can mm-hmm. eat. That's an amazing thing. Yeah. You know, if you were in pain and nothing else is working and then you smoke a little bit and you're in less pain, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So I don't wanna I don't wanna say that, you know, all the negatives it's negative, yeah. Because oh, no, I guess the original thing was just that like that that deal of like certain things are socially accepted, but right. because they're so socially accepted some people get washed into that it's okay to do it but really it's they're using it in a way that's not healthy Uh, well and i had a client talk to me about how um well i smoke all the time but people drink alcohol that's a problem what i'm doing is not a problem he could not see that smoking all the time all day long and not being able to take care of his bills not being able to take he wasn't taking care of anything and so that in lies the struggle. That's the issue. That's the addiction. If it is affecting your life in those negative ways, that's when it becomes the addiction. That's the abuse. That's the disorder. Mm-hmm. And dang, and then I can see how like being addicted to something, like if we if we're just applying this logic to like mm-hmm. other drugs, I see why it's so hard for people to get off the drug because then it's just like What's the first thing other people that are doing the drug, they and they may not be addicted, right? Maybe they are using it because they, you tell them all this bad stuff that's going on in your life. What's the first thing they're going to tell you to do? Well, come smoke. over and smoke with us. Right. Not understanding that, like, you're feeding in to the actual real cause of the problem. But right. because maybe, you know, you're not addicted, right? You know, you're only doing it when you're sad or you're right. only doing it when your anxiety is high. You're, you're not smoking all the day. Not understanding that, like. You're enabling this person to feed into their addiction because you're not truly understanding the circumstances of what they're going through. Right. Because you are doing it, quote unquote, in a socially accepted way or medical way. So then I can see how, like, some people who might be, like, addicted to other drugs or or stuff, they get caught in that loop again. 
You know what I mean? It's like, cause it's just like, there's always going to be that one person that's going to be like, well, come get this drug of choice. Right. Absolutely. Come medicate again, yep. you know, like in their mind or whatever the case may be. And it's just like, damn, man, that yeah. makes it so hard. You know, you know, oh my God, you might, you know, oh my God, this person passed away. So, oh my God, let's I go can't, get high. yeah, let's go get high. You know what? We'll just, it will be one time. It'll be one time. I know you're in recovery. It'll be one time. Right. Not knowing that like you've been doing it all week. So it's, it's, it, and it's different for everybody because true, there true, are true. people that can use and can use different substances and not be addicted. True. And then there's some people that if they touch it once, they're addicted. It's over. Mm-hmm. Done. Because I've actually had a client say to me, you know, I could never do cocaine. I'd probably be addicted the first time. I heard about the rush. I couldn't do it. I mean, but that's, like, I mean, that's awareness. Yeah, he's, like the most all, awareness. he's like the most I'll ever do is marijuana. He's like, because if I do anything else, I'll be addicted. And I'm like, well, you're, you're seeing me because of your addiction to marijuana. <laughs> right, but, right, right. But, you know, I mean, and that's just, that's the thing. It's like, you know, the, the marijuana conversation is so freaking big yeah. because I have so many people in my life that are care, caregivers. They, they're providers of marijuana. They grow the marijuana. Mm. They, you know, they cut the marijuana. That shit's they, getting strong, too. Because the strength the that I was smoking in college is not, is the, not weed the weed today. they smoking now. I do no, no. I'm telling you, I'm telling you something. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about a pothead? I was a pothead, right? But, I, dude, the shit that they <laughs> pumping out nowadays is on some. Well, because they, I'm they're talking mixing them all. Superman level. They're mixing them all. You think about it. They're mixing the strains to make a stronger strain. So they're strong enough. Yeah, we're good. Well, and in my I thing feel like is, you're having like, a psychedelic trip where you get high now. It's not even just high. It used to be you get the tingly feeling, you get the smiles, you get the giggles. You want to eat some Cheetos. You know what I mean? Funny now, now the fucking walls melt. I'm like, no, fam. I can't. Where'd you get that at? No. <laughs> you know, what else is in there? That's what I want to know. What else is in there? I'm like, golly. It's just, no. But it does. I mean, if you think about it, all the different chemicals that are out there, we're putting different chemicals in our system all the time. Yeah, fair. We're all made of the same chemical. 70% water. Right. Which tells me I'm really not fat. I'm just flooded. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. I'm water for America. <laughs> That's stupid. She has a few dams in there. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Oh my god. But I mean, all in all, like you know, every single person is different, and mm. how they deal with their addiction is different. You know, um, I, I'm I will never tell somebody, okay, you have to stop. Mm. I won't tell somebody that I, because you tell somebody to do something, they're not going to do it. I mean, sir, so I've learned that the hard way. My thing <clears> is, <throat> is like, what, how's it benefiting you to keep doing this? How's it benefiting you to keep your addiction going? Mm-hmm. Because our rational side will say, well, this and this and this and this is screwing up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if it's not getting us to our goal, then why are we doing it? Facts. So like, there's this little thing that, um, I'll bring it in next time. Oh, I was going to bring in my EMDR things, too. Oh, I'll yeah. To do that. I'll have to do that next time. I want to do those. But um, there's you put a line down the middle, and you make it four corners. In this side, you put everything, every bad feeling that you're feeling, all the bad things in your life that are going on. Then over on this side, you put what are you doing that keeps you, what what emotions and what things are you doing that keeps these things from keeps these things happening 
Then up here, what things are you doing to try to stop the things from happening? On the other next corner, what are you doing to go towards the goals in your life? Mm. Because what you end up seeing is where your where your circle keeps going. Yeah. Like because it doesn't go to all four of them, it goes to usually three of them. And you, know, you go back and forth, back and right. forth, back and forth. And you're never getting to the goals that you want to accomplish. Mm. So it's being able to see it in black and white so that you can say, holy shit, I keep this pattern up that's never getting me to this goal. So in order for me to do that, I need to change these things that I'm doing negatively that are continuing my bad behaviors Right. versus trying to do the new things that are going to get me to my good behaviors. Okay. I mean, there's just, there's so much to it. That's why I'm like, addiction is going to be a huge. Yeah. I mean, we can even spill over into the next episode with oh, absolutely. that. Um, but I, mean, I still think there's so much more about addiction that we can cover, but I will say, yeah. I think today we've, we've, we've definitely covered, covered enough. Um, AK, IE, you know, Amy, shut up. <laughs> no, 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 no. To be honest with you, like, I mean, look, I'll talk for this for four hours if I thought people would listen to the whole thing for four hours. To right. be honest with you, but I think that's the great part about having you on every like every month to have this conversation is like we never really have to say the conversation's over. It's right. To be continued. Right. To be continued. Yeah. And go visit officialbpg. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> and guys, if you want to talk to talk about, if you have a topic that you want to talk about, let us know. And, you know, we'll be more than happy to bring it up in our next therapy episode. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people I think that listen to us know it's like a no judgment zone over here. We don't. Oh, yeah. We don't judge anybody. Uh, I know some of the questions I ask get kind of they, they touch on some sensitive strings or whatever. But it's never like we don't ever want people to feel like we're judging or we think that your walk of life should be shamed or anybody's doing better than anybody. It's just we try to have. As in depth of a conversation, yeah, and look at it from all aspects, yeah, and also throw in a little bit of lightheartedness with the laughs, and you know, because it can be heavy talking about this, and every once in a while, I feel like we have a little bit of a laugh, it brings us back, and we're like, okay, and I mean, my my, what I say is just my perspective. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many different therapists out there that have different perspectives. All in all, it comes to the same place. We all come from the same place. We Mm -hmm. want to help people heal. We want you to get to the core of what's going on so that you can change those behaviors to get to the life that you want. Yeah. And this is just maybe a stepping stone or maybe even for some people, a uh, enlightenment of, hey, maybe I have a problem and I need to go out there and find help, you know. Yeah. Um, and we talked about it last time on the last episode, uh, but I wanted to bring it up again that you can go to, you know, NAMI.org and mm-hmm. talk to someone. There's tons of resources on that website. You know, we want everybody to find the help that they need, not just we can't help everybody on this podcast. Right. And this podcast is not meant to be any form of therapy for you. It's to, to open you up to the possibility of, yes, you can heal. Yes, you can change. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can have a better life than what's going on now. So. Right. Go to that website, take a look at it. If anything resonates with you guys, then uh, reach out to us and and we can talk about it on the next episode. 
Uh, I also want to bring up our giveaway. If mm. you yeah. caught our three key words, we're not going to repeat them. You're going to have to go back and listen. But we are giving out some Sky Squids merchandise. We have Sky Squids mask, a face mask, since everyone is happy to still be wearing those. But <laughs> keep your cooties. Uh, what is it? Keep your cooties to yourself. <laughs> right. We're giving out a Sky Squids face mask. We're going to give out a Sky Squids coffee mug. We also have a. What is it? It's like a drawstring. It's back, a drawstring bag. Backpack with it's actually really nice. It's yeah, very it's nice. It's really guys. nice with the logo. So you're going to get that. Um, you're also going to get a mouse pad and a Sky Squids notebook. So yeah. what you have to do, pay attention. You have to follow me at Jiggy's Dad Yay! on Instagram. Follow Marlon on, at Black Zeus Fit on Yay! Instagram. And follow Therapist Amy. Yay! <laughs> On Instagram. And once you follow all of us, you also need to follow our Sky Squids page. And on our Sky Squids page, we're going to put the giveaway picture of all the items together. So you're going to want to tag uh, three friends in that, like the post, and uh, co comment with your, well, tag your friends. But uh, we're going to be picking a winner next month. We'll, we'll, we'll wait yeah, till we'll next, wait next month. month. Yeah. Let so, the yeah. show make its rounds. Yeah, we'll let this make its round for a month to the next episode. And We'll announce who the winner is on the next episode with Amy. And we might even throw in some great, great, great products from official oh BBG.com. Oh, my God. <laughs> Our next entrepreneur episode. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, guys, uh, thank you for listening to us. I really yes, appreciate thank it. Thank you, Amy, for being on the show. Uh, Amy comes what it's an hour away yeah a little over she an drives hour. an hour away to film this we really do appreciate it though. yeah definitely appreciate it and it's late at night it's 10 30 <laughs> <laughs> oh geez right so join us next time our next episode is gonna be <laughs> they're just staring at each other time? they're just staring at each other i don't other. even know what we want <laughs> wait it's 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 a it's a my mind you know I'm we more... release conspiracy this is there our next episode is going to be entrepreneur, entrepreneur. <laughs> it's not going to be bbg <laughs> Our next episode is going to be the entrepreneur episode, and uh, we are going to have Teresa and Jason. Uh, oh, that's going to be a really good combo. Yes. So, guys, if you want, if you're looking for a home, if you're trying to sell your home, if you're trying to flip a home, this is the episode that you want to listen to. Mm -hmm. And uh, stay tuned for that. But I guess any any last words, Amy? I hope that this does really help. I hope that people get a lot out of this. And I really hope that, you know, it can open the door to maybe people going to see a therapist because they're not all like they are on TV. No. Right. So, you know, if this is, you know, you're, you're thinking, I really do need to get some help. I'm really have struggling with this, that, or whatever. Just know that there are many different therapists out there. You know, if the, you, you go to one and it just doesn't feel right, you can go to another one. Insurance mm -hmm. companies don't mind. Um, some people do cash pay. Some people do, you know, sliding scales. There's all kinds of different things out there for everybody to do. So my thing is, is that if you do need help, if you're looking for help, if you do have an addiction, there's places that you can go. Um, it, if you feel as though, you know, you could harm yourself, there's places you can go. There's phone numbers to call. You can always call the crisis line, um, 211 You can also call, I don't remember the hundred number right off, 
but there's an 800 number for the crisis line, 1-800-273-8255. That way then you can reach out and get the help that you need. And just know that you are important and that people do love you. And, you know, you don't know the impact you make on somebody. We never know our impact on people. So just know that you've made an impression on somebody. You've actually made a difference. That's all. Hell yeah. That was deep. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. And on that note, we're out. Right. Bye. Bye, guys. Yay.